0: This is Ivy Rhodes, your host of The Game Trust, and this is episode 45. In this episode, I'm joined by our regular Ben Rhodes, and we talk about how Nintendo seems to have lost a little bit of the luster that they even had last year. What are they going to do? And are they going to be able to compete against things like iPod, iPhone, and iPad, and PS Vita? And we also talk about our picks for games and what we've been playing this week. Enjoy. Ben, how you doing? I'm doing well. Good, good. Well, uh, I think we got a great episode planned for today, and I'm excited Definitely. to be a part of this. And I mm-hmm. um, just want to encourage our listeners to tell your friends about this, you know, because we want to start a community. And you know what? I'm very disappointed because we don't get as many emails as I think we should. Because I think uh, we should yep. get at least one, and we don't. <laughs> I agree. You know, I think one is a solid number. Yeah. Um, you know? I think we have enough listeners to get them too. They're just complacent and they think I don't need to write in, but the truth is you do need to write in. That's right. So if you want to write into us or, well, we, nobody really writes anymore, you know, but if you want to type into us, you can do it through email and, uh, do it to the trust at com. That's the game trust at com. You can also call us, leave a little voicemail. If you're not one of those typing type people, uh, nine three seven six eight seven eight seven eight zero. That is nine three seven six trust zero. And on Twitter at the game trust. Uh, Ben, you are on Google Plus, right? And they can just find you under, under Ben Rhodes or Benjamin Rhodes. The Benjamin. I, th- I think. I think. Yep, Benjamin Rhodes. Mm-hmm. And you can find me under Ivy Rhodes. I V E Y R H O D E S. And I would be happy to add you to one of my circles. There you go. Even though, like I said last week, I don't really know what I'm doing on Google+. but hopefully It's fun to it pretend. It is fun to pretend like you know something. Yeah. But I don't. Also, if you're feeling really uh, excited about life and you're really dying just to get on iTunes and type a review out of something, anything, I don't care what you do. Just go to the uh, Game Trust and type out us a review, and we'd be happy to have it there. The more mm-hmm. reviews you give us, the more we can spe- spread this uh, Game Trust thing right. we do. That's exactly right. Some people right. refer to it as a virus or a disease. I mm-hmm. like to refer to it as a zombie apocalypse kind of thing. That once There's, it starts yeah. infecting everybody, they all just become zombies. It's wonderful. That's right, and then you just have a big zombie party. And as we know, everything is better with zombies. Yes. Awesome, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's uh, let's go on to the icebreaker of the week. Let's do it. I don't have one written down, but I have one up in the old noggin that I've been thinking okay. about. Okay, I was
1: wondering because I just saw like blank. <laughs> that's like, what it oh. is.
0: Today, you make up your own icebreaker. Okay, I'm kidding. Ooh. What I thought was is um, our listeners probably don't know this. They probably think we sit in front of PlayStation threes and. Uh, I iPads and 3 dss all day long and Wii's all day long and just like play video games and never like do anything else. But the truth is, is that I don't know, but me and you do a couple of other things besides those, you know, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. any given week, we probably only spend 70 hours playing games. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Anyway, but, uh, we do other things and, uh, I, I figured since we're a media type podcast, we'd keep it to media. So, um, Mm -hmm. what are some other things that you are doing, um, in terms of media, TV shows, movies you watched recently that you really liked or uh, a book you're reading or something like that? What are some other things that you are involved in, in media that you would like to share with the world? Well, you know,
1: I've been watching, uh, masterpiece mystery, which comes on ETV on Sunday nights at about nine o'clock, I believe. And, um. They show a lot of good stuff on there sometimes. They show, they show uh, Poirot. Poirot. Uh-huh. And then uh, lately they've been uh, showing Zen, is what it's called. It's Aurelio Zen, but it's also like he's a detective. Uh, anyway, it's a pretty cool show. Um, cool. And uh, very, ETV's kind of stepped up their game lately. Very so.
0: classy of you. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm outclassed here. But, um, you, you are. You definitely are. I was so. going to say I've been watching reruns of Roseanne, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, I've been watching uh, a little
1: bit of The Bachelorette, and the season finale actually comes on tonight.
0: Oh, my word. This is the part where, you, at the end, they smooch and kiss, and they give you the final rose and all that stuff, and then they have after the rose where they've broken up and they hate each other. Yep, that's it. But we got Ashley, and you got JP, and Ben. Oh, man. Is that you? Yes. Awesome. Pretty no idea. No. I had no Don't idea. You might want to keep that a secret. <laughs> yeah, uh, seeing as she is, uh, she is uh, cooking your second child. Not cooking, but like in the oven. Like it's in uh, the biscuits in the oven. The biscuits in the oven, if you know what I'm saying. So, That's right. Um, but not literally cooking. Right. Yeah. Just in the oven. Yeah. Uh. Well, me and uh, my wife. See, what we like to do is we like get in these stages where we where we um kind of inhale certain types of media you know it was lost at one point we'd watch like three lost a night that's kind of where it started mm-hmm. and um then we moved on to uh, uh i guess i think feel like there's something in between but we went to Battlestar Galactica
1: What about Jericho?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Inhaled Jericho just actually we inhaled Jericho between the the 5th and 6th seasons of Lost. So but that was because I watched the last two seasons of Lost actually with the with the television series, not on DVD. But anyway, and so Jericho, in between those two seasons on Netflix, we kind of, you know, inhaled and then we finished up Lost and then we went on to Battlestar and then we went on to uh, Twin Peaks and now we are currently inhaling a book or a set of books called The Hunger Games and it is an excellent series about a girl who is... um, put into these games called the Hunger Games where the only way to win is to kill all your other competitors and there's 23 other competitors competitors so there's 24 in all including her and her name is Katniss and she has to kill them. and some of them are very close and her friends well um, it all happens because a dystopian government uh, in America is taken over and um, and they hate people and it's kind of like people are their slaves and so they use these people called uh, from the seam, that's what they call it, but they're like slaves to them. And so those people go into the Hunger Games and all the people in the capital watch and enjoy as the bloodbath occurs. And it's like a big deal. Anyway, it's really hard to explain and really kind of complicated uh, to talk about in five seconds. But if you're looking for a good book that is exciting all the way and um, easy to understand but still never stops, it's not really boring. Um mm-hmm. Check out the Hunger Games; it's a good deal, and they are coming out with some movies starting next uh, spring. They'll have the first movie. That's right. That's right. So, what age is it? Is it kind of aimed at age? Um, I would guess that you would not want anybody under the age of ten to read it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I think a ten-year-old could read it. Uh, it would be a challenge. Probably, it's more aimed at fourteen and above. Maybe thirteen and above. Yeah, and adults. Okay. And it sounds and it is a kid's book. In a way, you know, it's a young adult book, but at the same mm-hmm. time, it's more sophisticated than probably 90% of video games out there. So, okay. Yeah, it's a good deal. Very cool. It's yes. Really good. So, um, if you'd like to let us know what else you're into and what else you're listening to or watching, um, please write in. Tell us. All right, Ben, what is eating your playtime?
1: Well, I have been. Um playing my 3DS, obviously, and I've um, been watching uh, funny videos on the Nintendo video. Uh, they the, the newest video from College Humor is called, like, Bear and Shark, or something like that. Anyway, and this bear and shark uh, chase this dude and, like, end up eating him by the end. But he, like, keeps trying to get away, but because it's a bear and a shark, he just can't get away. Because where the bear messes up, the shark gets him, and where the shark messes up, the bear gets him kind of thing. It's incredible. Yeah, and it's actually a 3D cartoon. Wow. Which you think of cartoons as being 2D. I
0: wonder how they do that.
1: How they do it is there's actually like three different, there's the foreground, uh, the moving action, and then the background.
0: Oh, I see. And so they, film, they filmed it. Okay, I see. They didn't draw two different drawings. Is that right? right. Okay. I, I, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Not that I can tell. That would be hard. Um, yeah. But it it, it looks
1: pretty cool. I was like, wow, I never really thought of a 3D cartoon. There it was in front of me. Sweet. So, um, really cool. But uh, I've uh, been playing Zelda. Finally beat the uh, Fire Temple. I was very happy about that. Nice. And um, been uh, playing... Uh, oh, I just remembered something. What else? Something else. Something on the iPad. Sweet. Play a little bit of Pirates. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: mm mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. I thought about buying that yesterday.
1: Yeah. Good game. Very good but game. I just thought about something. Um, All right, tell me.
0: I was um, at youth group the other night, and mm-hmm. one of the kids had Luigi's Mansion with him. Right. And so he said, do you want to borrow it? Because I said, you know, I was interested. And I was like, no. I said, because Ben is going to bring it and let me borrow it when he comes down. Oh, yeah. You didn't do that. No, you didn't even remind me. Did you
1: have it with you? No, I sure didn't. <laughs> well, then it
0: didn't, wouldn't do any good if I reminded you. Thanks a lot. Well, you,
1: you could have reminded me, like, the the... Second before I came down, you know, sure been like, don't forget Luggy's Mansion. It's obvious you don't give a crap about me.
0: I don't, but <laughs> you still could have asked, you know. All I'm just right. saying. Um, well, anyway, I'm not playing Luigi's Mansion, but I am playing this little game called Death Race, or no, I'm sorry, Death mm-hmm. Rally is actually what it's mm-hmm. called, and it is a racer for iPad, and it's um, it's pretty cool. It's a top-down racer, though. Do you remember that old? Um, Game Boy game that had the remote control cars and you ran around the track. RC Pro-Am. RC Pro-Am. I mean, that's a classic. Um, Yeah, so it's kind of like that except, you know, better graphics and stuff. And you Mm -hmm. use what are actual cars. And the only way you can tell that they're not remote control cars is because they don't have antennas on them, like the RC Pro-Am cars. Um, But – and you run around and you shoot people. So it's kind of like a mix of RC Pro-Am mixed with uh, Twisted Metal or something and you blow them up. And it's fun. The only problem is it comes with an analog i mean it comes with but it uses an analog to control and it's terrible mm. just horrendous yeah. um so on the yeah. ipad so but you can choose a digital pad that goes onto the screen, and you just you know click left to right and right. um and and it's a lot better and it automatically goes for you, and this is not right. like a real finesse game where you need to you know hit the brakes a little bit and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And let off the gas. Uh, you just go until you can't go anymore, and just turn left and right. So, gotcha. And shoot missiles. And uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty sweet. And it was at least yesterday, and the sale might be done now. But yesterday it was ninety nine cent, and so well worth it because I believe there's a total of about seven or eight hours in it, and well, that's what they say at least. And yeah. it's proved to be about that. I'm about fifty percent of the way through the game because it has a story mode. Fifty percent through, and I've probably played about three hours total since I got it. Gotcha, about two days ago. So nice. Um, <clears throat> anyway, and it's, it's a cool game. It's my iPad pick of the week. I need, like, huh? I need, a, uh, I need like a sound for that. Something really cool, like explosions and laser beams. <laughs> you know, what, <laughs> exactly. Uh, whenever I say laser beams, the can thing is Homestar. And you know what I started thinking about today? I started thinking about how there was Strong Badia and the population uh-huh. was tired. That's right. <laughs> you know, you're right. There was a tire there. That was a good mm. song, too. That was? Yeah.
1: Population tire. Yep. It was awesome. So, was.
0: uh, I guess that's all we're playing. We hadn't been playing a whole bunch. Well, hold on, oh. hold on. Well, hey, uh, you you already stopped. I know, but I just remembered. So, I
1: got my new Mac Mini, and I was messing around with Is it. Is this like, I'm like a the miniature store.
0: Mac? Mm. You could say that. It being a Mac, how many disk drives does it have? Seven. What? That's amazing.
1: Minus seven. Wait, that's zero. It has no disk drive? It has no, absolutely no disk drive. Wow. We have a jazz interlude. Hold on. I'm jamming,
0: man. It's great. It is.
1: You know, I figured we needed some, uh, some, some something interesting. We need some on. class.
0: You're bringing the class. <clears throat> that's E-T- what I try to do. ETV, you know? jazz. Yeah.
1: Well, speaking it's of any TV, I watched Terry Jr. the other night. He nice. was really good. He is good. Anyway, but back to the game I played. I played uh, pea Monkey. You ever played Pea Monkey? Is that like a monkey you pee on
0: people with or something?
1: You're a monkey and you pee, but it's kind of like Angry Birds, but you're trying to pee into these potted plants. And when you pee into the potted plants, they get real happy and
0: grow. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. There you go. That's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. Um, That's what I do, actually. I have a balcony <laughs> where I live, and um, yeah. my neighbors put plants out, and I just actually pee through the boards. Oh, It's kind of yeah. awkward. That works. When yeah. they walk out the door, and they get dripped on, they're like, thinking <laughs> it's water, but then they, yeah. they smell it, and it smells like pee. Yeah. You know, yeah. that actually happened to then a I, guy at uh, the CSU dorms. <laughs> awesome.
1: It's really good. Yeah.
0: Then I blame it on my son. Quentin! That's right. Put your pants on. He's like, oh. <laughs> Stop peeing through the floorboards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that little Quentin. Uh, evil. Me up. <sighs> All right. Um, so, in this 45th episode, we have a um, big discussion. And the news mm-hmm. broke actually almost exactly after we put up the podcast. Yep. So, uh, we couldn't talk about it. Um, I wish we could have read the, f- you know, like, projected ourselves into the future but we couldn't i tried um, but it, i know didn't we did try real it. hard all i did was cut a fart and um so <laughs> uh so anyway it didn't quite work <laughs> what we're gonna talk about is nintendo and it's not so good um the news that came out um this past week basically the whole gist is is that nintendo had a really bad year and um I think they thought the 3DS was going to sell well, or that's the wrong word, because it sold real well, especially at the beginning. But sell better than it did. I think they also thought the Wii would continue selling, um, but none of those things really happened like they planned, and so their expectations went way low. And actually, they will make—they haven't made this little amount of money even through the GameCube years and everything, but this little amount of money since 1986. And so. They took, and that is like the year after the Nintendo Entertainment System came out. I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. So they took some uh, drastic steps in order to boost the sales of the 3DS by dropping it by $80 down to how much?
1: Uh, $169.
0: For us in the real world, that's about $170. And uh, Mm is it it $169.99? Is that what it is?
1: Yeah, that's what it is. Mm -hmm.
0: So they dropped it significantly significantly. And they talked about some stuff, but let's start they talked about their plans for the future and how they're gonna fix this problem that they have. But let's start with the three D S Ben. What do you think about this price drop? Um <clears throat> I think they should have started
1: the three DS at one ninety nine, uh, from the beginning. I think starting it at the two fifty really hurt it at the beginning, obviously. And that's why they're having to do this huge drop now. Um and as we kind of know from Nintendo's past, price drops haven't really worked um, with with their other systems. Uh, with the Virtual Boy, uh, they dropped it not too much, but after two months, they dropped about $20. Bucks. Uh, the sales definitely didn't pick up, but the Virtual Boy was an awful system. I mean, it's just awfully designed. Uh, N64, uh, I mean, it wasn't a failure, yeah. but at the same time, uh, it certainly did not put Nintendo in the lead. Sony pulled ahead big time. Um And they dropped the price of that after about six months to $150. Um, GameCube, same thing. Uh, They came in at third place at the time. And they did a price drop to $150, just like the N64 after six months. Again, uh, sales never really picked up. And now the 3DS has dropped 32%. This is the biggest drop they've ever done um, in the shortest amount of time, um, minus, minus the Virtual Boy. But that was like hardly anything of a drop. But the three DS dropping thirty two percent of its price in five months. Um That's a big deal. So I mean, that, I mean that is a big deal.
0: Nintendo doesn't do that. They did not drop the price of the Wii for like what? Forever. Three years or something? Yeah. It was something crazy long like that. And they eventually dropped it to one ninety nine. Right. It was two forty nine for a long time. Long
1: time. And that's because they couldn't
0: keep them on the shelves. Right. So they're like, you know? why are we gonna drop the price? And here's what's crazy to me. And uh Nintendo typically, when they release a handheld, they do not price the handheld at the price of their system. Right. But they actually priced 3ds fifty dollars more than the than In the, the Wii. Wii. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I think it boggles that, my mind. Yeah, I mean, I think that was a mistake. I think they were overzealous of what they thought uh, they could get out of it. They're like, well, the Wii is, as you know, is one of the best selling systems of all time, and the DS is the best selling system of all time. And they're like, you know what? We are going to put 3DS at this, and people are going to buy it because it's Nintendo. Right. And I think I think that's where they faltered.
0: Here's here's my thought, and you can just totally tell me if I'm wrong. Um, people are saying that the iPod, iPod Touch, excuse me, I'm having problems speaking. iPod Touch and iPad and iPhone are direct competition to the 3DS. And so I think Nintendo heard that, and they said, mm-hmm. well, psh- you know, how look how much it costs to buy a iPod touch. Like the lowest iPod touch is two ninety nine, I think. And um No, no, no,
1: two twenty nine. Two
0: twenty nine? Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um and that's the lowest one though. And okay. um, you know, and then you got the iPad, which starts at five hundred, the iPad two, and then of course the other ones are a little bit less. And then um you got uh the iPhone, which is about five hundred dollars, but then when you get it on contract, which you gotta buy into a contract and kids aren't gonna be able to do. You know, yeah. it's it's still a lot of money. And so they yeah. said, well, we're in dark competition with them, so we're going to price it with that in mind. You know, mm-hmm. it's almost like they forgot about the video game world and said, we're in competition with them, so we're going to price it against Apple. Well, one thing, Apple is, like, invulnerable to prices. I don't understand that. But this, to me, says the Nintendo is not really in a fight with Apple. Yeah. To me, because... You know, if I'm holding up an iPod Touch and I'm holding up a 3DS in one, in the other hand, I'm looking at the 3DS and saying, "Holy moly!" You know, this is 3D, um, and and I guess it was more expensive. I thought it was, oh, it was cheaper. But anyway, um, you know, you know, it's not that much more expensive. It's 3D. It does all this stuff. You know, mm-hmm. and it's got buttons. You know, and I'm looking at it. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know what? I'm going to get it. Um, especially yeah. if I'm holding up an iPad. You know, you're talking about double the price for the lowest level iPad. Yeah. Um. And so, but I don't think that's what's happening. You know what I think Nintendo is in competition with? Who? Tell me
1: themselves with the Nintendo DS. I do.
0: I think people yep. are holding up a 3DS in one hand and a DS in the other and going, "Duh," you know. Yeah. And some people may even think that the only difference between the two is this one's in
1: 3D. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think that is a problem, even a problem they might run into Wii U. Just like my little sister Emmy thought the wii u was just a controller for the wii that's all she thought it was yeah and i think naming it the same thing causes confusion for the average consumer just as yeah. a 3ds they said well i'm not gonna get my kid a 3ds it's you know 120 more dollars than the dsi and all it is 3d they just threw 3d in it it's the same thing that's what I, they think I, I, they don't and that's know. what they think yeah. it's not at all but that's what they're thinking and so i think uh, Nintendo didn't do enough to separate it from their other console,
0: right? Um, and typically, um, here's the here's the thing. Typically, what they've done is either a they have renamed the console completely. You know, yeah, Nintendo. Uh, well, actually, it's NES, and then it was Super NES. And the two mm-hmm. consoles look very different from each other. You know, the very way different. the way the tapes went in and everything, at least in the in America, they look different from each other. Um, yeah. And then uh, with the Game Boy, they kept the Game Boy moniker. Then they did Game Boy Color. And you know, they changed up how it looked significantly. But it was yep. still just an upgrade. It was. Yep. It wasn't any better graphics. It was just in color a little bit. And you
1: could play this a lot of the same games. Yeah.
0: Um, and then they did the uh, Game Boy Advanced. And so Which they was- kept the name Game Boy. But they completely changed what it looks like. Yeah, it didn't totally. It it was sideways. It was more like um, what we thought. I remember when we first saw it. We said, "Oh, it's sideways, like a Game Gear or a Neo Geo Pocket." You know, it was like it was different, and you could tell that this was not the same system. Then um, the uh, of course the GameCube's a different name. That's obviously a different system. Um, Mm. I think the Wii. Yeah, the Wii was a different name, obviously a different system. But with the 3DS, it looks the same. Yeah, very similar. Even the carts. Even the boxes for the games. Yeah, do you think a parent looks at a 3DS and a DS and says, oh, the top screen's 16 by 9 on this one, I think. Isn't it 16 by 9 for the top screen? Yeah. Okay, 16 by 9 on this one is totally different. No, they probably don't even know the two screens are different.
1: They go, oh, look at that. This one's kind of shiny, and it's this one has a like matte that. finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
0: anyway, um, so I, I think that's, I that's my opinion. I think they're in competition with themselves more than they're in competition with Apple right now.
1: Yeah, um, I agree. Because... Uh, You know, I enjoyed my iPad, I enjoyed my iPhone and all that. Certainly did not use it for a gaming device, though. I played some games on it, uh, but it was not my main gaming device when I had my DS or my 3DS, as I do now. Right. Um, I mean, I probably put quadruple the amount of gaming time on my 3DS as I did my uh, iPhone or my
0: iPad. And and the games lend to that. Uh, Just yesterday, I was playing um, Death Rally and... um, with that analog and I was getting so frustrated because it was so stupid and the controls were just so terrible. Um, and just analogs on touchscreen, especially an iPad just do not work very well. Um, unless the whole screen is a touchscreen. So for something like dead space where the whole screen is your analog, it it works pretty well. But when you got to like keep your thumb in a special area and it's right next to the edge of the screen, your finger kind of goes off the edge and things don't work. It just doesn't work. And I'm like, I seriously went online and I start looking for controllers for an iPad or a way to hook up my p s three controller or my Wii controller mm-hmm. or something, and there 's really nothing out there. I mean you can yeah. do it, but I have to jailbreak my p- I have to jailbreak my uh, uh, iPad to use a Wii control on it, and then you can really only use that on a couple of things, um, mm-hmm. mainly uh, emulators, and so yeah. i 'm just like,, I need buttons you know I need some tactile feel for this stuff and yeah. or either i 'm just going to be stuck playing games like Tiny Tower, which is fun and addictive, but it's not like it doesn't satisfy everything that I want. I'm going to be stuck playing things like um, Angry Birds, which is fun and addictive, but it doesn't um, do, you know, it doesn't satisfy everything. You know, you're going to have a hard time with the the way they do iPad games now. You're going to have Mm -hmm. a hard time playing games like Zelda and those kind of things. I think. Yeah. I think you've got to have buttons.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I totally agree. Uh, I mean, it's, it is very hard, uh, to get a very deep experience, um, without, without having the buttons, but also without having, uh, a lot of times the, the depth that, uh, that the first party and, and even outside of the first party Nintendo games, but the games you are going to get on that, that they are devoting lots of time to, uh, like Ocarina of Time for 3DS. I mean, I've probably put 20 something hours into that game so far and I am roughly halfway through it. You right. Know? And I mean, I've got a long way to go and I keep doing all this stuff. I'm like, man, that is so awesome. That's so cool. Um, and that's a game I can sit on the couch and play for three hours. And I'm still like, man, I'm having such a great time. Yeah. Cause I am, you know, with angry birds, things like that. I play 10 minutes and I go, oh, huh, okay, let's go do something else. Right. Uh, for the most part,
0: I think they're also made to be digested like that. Yeah, You're exactly. quickly.
1: Exactly. You know? And, um, uh, I mean, that's, that was the purpose of their design, um, but at the same time, uh, a lot of people, if you're going to get that for a dedicated gaming system, you want more. Um, Absolutely. I, you
0: yeah. know, um, I heard somebody say, and this kind of leads us into our next discussion. I heard somebody say that Nintendo should probably, and this I think is absurd is an absurd statement at this point. Now, in the future, if things don't turn around for them in the next couple of years, yeah. But yeah. Um, they said they need to get out of the hardware business and go into the software business. And um What do you what do you think about that statement? Well, (laughs) I think that's that's a little silly. Uh, I think it's too early, much too early. I think that's
1: way too early. I mean, seriously, they uh, I mean they just came off one of the two most successful systems of all time, and then because the 3ds has only been out for five months and hasn't sold a a billion. Yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I, mean, if if you remember, the DS wasn't a huge success when it first came out either. No,
0: no, it wasn't. I was thinking. It wasn't. I think um, year to date, I heard worldwide that um, 3DS and DS are about neck and neck. So, um, you know, they're about the same as, uh, you know, when, not year to date, I'm sorry. If you compared six months into DS and six months into 3DS, they're about the same within Yeah. A little bit of each other
1: and and what you got to remember is that there is going to be a refresh and just like there was a refresh with the ds fat because the ds fat truly was not a very attractive system uh the screens weren't very nice they were very small uh and it was just a very fat clunky system and you both both of us got it on launch day yeah but and we enjoyed it it was very cool at the time still though it was like man this could be so much better and then when the ds lite came out everyone was like oh my gosh this is better it's amazing yeah. you know and um and so i th- i think that might happen with 3ds uh, you know we'll see when they come out the next iteration cuz we know they will um you know we'll see if it if it does uh finally take off cuz i i believe that's really when the ds really started to take off is when the ds lite came out in 2006 i mean it was doing all right yeah. but i think when the ds lite came out it just took off like a rocket you know so,
0: it was um, the actual time period that you can um, see when DS took off is when Dogs, uh, Nintendo Dogs, came out. Yeah, um, this game sold like crazy, and um, I really think it's disappointing that they didn't make they made Nintendo Dogs plus Cats, right? Yeah. If they really won, I mean, and it actually is the biggest selling first party game right now. Um, Zelda might overtake that soon, but I don't think it has yet. But they really should have done Nintendo Dogs plus Zombies then. Hey, zombies yeah. make everything better, <laughs>
1: dude. That I mean, that would have been the ultimate
0: game. The ultimate. You know? uh, <clears throat> <laughs> well, you know, oh, Ubisoft has their their uh, Nintendo clone, and now it has bears.
1: Yes,
0: yeah. is it called bears? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's whatever. What is it? Peds. Pets oh, okay. and then it says with bears or now with bears. I mean that's the title, like the full title Pets, is, pets Now with Bears. Now with Bears. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what when bears became game pets. Oh my! Right that's after awesome. they maul your face, but um, that's right. Mm. Uh, you know, back to Nintendo. Um, you know, I I don't think that they should get out of the hardware business. Now, thinking that you know, I could have a real Mario game. Or let's let's get away from Mario. Let's just you know what. Mario games would be on everything, that's for sure, if they did get out of the hardware business. But what I would like to see is what the real thinkers, the game geniuses, um, and probably the best game makers um, in the entire world would do with something like an iPad and how they would go about making their Mm -hmm. games and how they would control them. And I guarantee you that they would um, revolutionize how games would be controlled on something like iPad. Um, If they did get into the software business. So that would be exciting to me. I'd like to see that. But at the same time, I just, you know, there's something to Nintendo having a console and having their own thing because that's who they are. And like to see them lose that, even if you are a Nintendo fanboy, to see them lose that is kind of like losing a piece of history. And um, when Sega, when it happened to Sega, it was sad. But as much as I am a Sega fanboy, um, I think Nintendo even more so. Uh, you oh, wouldn't yeah. have Sega without Nintendo. You wouldn't have a video mm-hmm. game industry without Nintendo. And for them to, uh, I mean, probably wouldn't. I mean, I don't know. Anyway. Right. But uh, for them to be gone would be a very dark day.
1: Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean,
0: it, wait, wait, go ahead. I, I mean, I think if
1: Nintendo get, did get out, you could possibly be looking at uh, uh, the next crash of the video game market. Seriously. Well, um, I
0: think that that is a very strong possibility because um just like in the old days when Atari totally devalued games, in a lot of ways iOS is devaluing games. Yeah. Definitely. And true with Nintendo, you get Nintendo and Xbox and all these things. Um especially the handhelds with Vita and DS, 3DS, you know, you get these much deeper games and you're going to get uncharted with the PS Vita and all this stuff. But it's so like Tempting just to spend 99 cent or a dollar 99 on your iPhone or, or iPad and, and get these games. And sure, they're, but they're like crack, you know. <laughs> you get them and then like uh, two or three days later, you're looking for another 99 cent fix. Whereas, you know, mm-hmm. you get a $40 game and um, it lasts you for a long time and it satisfies you for a much longer time. But because of the the nature of humanity, And how we are, you know, is that that quick fix. Something about that that tends to overtake the long term. And so eventually Nintendo won't be able to sell the $40 games. They'll have to go to the quick fix games. And that's when the industry goes downhill because you don't have any true investment in what's going on. Yeah. And you lose your hardcore. Yep. That's for sure. And I think uh, Nintendo
1: has in some ways lost the hardcore. I think that's that's what they're trying to get back right now, and so we're going to see what happens uh, with their plan. I mean, and here's the thing: I still have a lot of faith in Nintendo. I don't. I personally, I think the 3DS will eventually be a success, and I think the Wii U has the possibility to be a success as well. Um, I mean, the worst thing Nintendo ever did was the Virtual Boy, and it was awful. There's no doubt. But I'm pretty sure the 3DS has already outsold what the Virtual Boy ever sold in the history of the world. Um probably by like four times that. Uh so yeah, I, mean, I, think I, you're right. I mean the three D S has already sold over four million units. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean that's 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 no slouch. The the Dreamcast in its whole life uh span sold like five million, isn't that right?
0: Yeah, something like that. Yeah.
1: Something something like that. And so I mean three D S is sold. Uh in five months, you know, four million. I mean that's almost a million a month. You
0: know what's crazy about that is that was the highest uh quickest selling. I don't know, not highest selling, but quickest selling video game system of all time when the Dreamcast did that. But now yeah. like that's nothing. Like Nintendo sold like five million in a month. Yeah. Um anyway. Um, and let's go on a little bit to kind of the future. Of Nintendo and what it looks like and what they're talking about and what they're telling their investors. And this is where all this information came from, actually, because they're like, guys, we're losing money, but we're trying to get this under control. And um, and just first off, Nintendo has so much cash from the Wii and all that stuff yeah. that, you know, they're, yeah. they're in a way they're like Apple where they could do some really bad things and still make it because they have billions and billions and billions of dollars in cash. Reserves, um, yeah. so they're very sound company. They're not in debt oh, yeah. or their eyeballs or anything. Um, no. But uh, they still got to make money. You know, you can't, you know, you can't run your company like the U.S. government. Yeah, you can't run your company like the U.S. Yeah. government runs our nation. You know, you got to make money. And so they tell their investors, "This is our plan." So their plan is to come up with sor- some sort of an app store, and to move towards digital downloads. Even more so in the next three years, and by the time three years is mm-hmm. hit to have it as their second pillar of how they sell their games right now, I would say it's uh it's a third wheel, <laughs> you know, oh yeah, uh totally really not much to it, you know every once in a while something really good comes out, and it's really a virtual console mm-hmm. they don't re- sell uh and and they have their their other what's it called? I hadn't even done it in so long um what the nintendo, wear yeah we wear they have their WiiWare, wear and they have their nintendo three d s where is that what they
1: call? It? Yeah, okay. DSIware and then you have the eShop. Yeah, eShop is totally different from the others.
0: Anyway, and so they've said that they are really going to try to focus on this app store thing, um, and having applications and games. And I hope they really focus on the games. I don't want, you know, I don't mm-hmm. want my 3DS to be another calculator. That's not what I'm looking for. Now that might be useful someday when all I got's 3DS around. But I'm saying I want games in the 3DS store, and those are the kind of things that are going to make me want to buy a 3DS and buy a Wii U is I can buy games, in real games, in those app stores. What do you think about Nintendo having an app store? I mean, do you think that is a step forward, or do you think that is a step backwards? Or what do you think about that?
1: Um, my, I think it's a good thing. I think going digital is a good thing, because I think that is the future. I mean, that's where everything's moving. Um, you know, they're not saying we're going to be stuck in the mud, and we're going to stick to physical distribution and that's the, you know what i'm saying so it's good to
0: see that physical distribution they, is what killed the music industry and i think they see that
1: but anyway yeah yeah so um you know going digital I, I don't have a problem with that what i don't want them to do though is try to copy apple and you know what i'm saying even though apple's ha- has a good thing going with the app store and, and itunes and all that i don't want to see them do that exact thing and just say nintendo and have their stuff on it you know um uh, and I don't I don't know what they do differently exactly. Um, I mean, I think the eShop's pretty cool. Um, yeah. It's a lot. Uh, I don't know if more slick is the word than the App Store, but it's cool. Um, you know, it's got the music behind it, and it's got the
0: um, very what's the word I'm looking for. It's more of an experience than going to the App Store. Where the apps, yeah, opening up the App Store is like opening up uh, any old thing. But yeah. As with everything Nintendo does, they want to make it an experience. And so they yeah. they add music just like in the Wii Shop channel and they mm-hmm. they make it appealing. And um you know, I think Nintendo's biggest problem, this is what they gotta figure out, is how they display their different um apps and how different apps get shown to the public because you know, a a publisher is not gonna to wanna to put a ton of money, drop a ton of money on making a game if they're just gonna get Muddled in this backlog of games that nobody can dig through and search through and find, which I think is kind of what happens with We Wear, and it's hard to see what games are new. Um, they don't have any big like banners about deals, mm-hmm. and they don't really have sales going on. Like the PSN mm-hmm. and Xbox all have sales that happen, and Steam mm-hmm. has sales, and the App Store has sales. You know, Nintendo just doesn't do that kind of stuff. They're like, these are the games if you want them, get them. You know, yeah. and I think they got to move away from that attitude and say, you know, this is a real store, and I think that's what they're trying to get to with the e store um yeah and we'll hopefully hopefully they'll get there and i like i said i want it to be about games i want them to stick with games because i think that's what they're good at and um but i am totally for digital distribution uh they're totally this is the thing this is the good thing is that it takes crisis um and you can write this down uh listener it takes crisis for real change and when crisis happens that's when changes happen so everybody's complaining about nintendo not um changing anything you know the wee price still it was the same for three years people complain it's so expensive you know mm-hmm. and uh you know 360 is gonna be cheaper than it and it never really happened but you know uh right. 360 is going to be cheaper than the Wii and the Wii is the less system. And, and they're just like, oh, we don't care. We're selling the junk out of them, you know? And, yeah. you know, you're not making the right games. There's no voice chat and all this stuff. And there's like, like all these problems. And you know, they're like, oh, we don't care. We're selling a billion Wiis. we are selling three trillion DSs. Who cares? We're yeah. bazillionaires. Yeah. And so, but now <laughs> that they've had problems, they're having problems selling anything. Um, and let me say this point too. For the first time in history, Uh, I don't know about in history, but since the Nintendo Entertainment System, they don't really have at least one system selling. So even when the GameCube wasn't selling, the Game Boy Boy Advance Advance. was selling like crazy. But um, anyway, and uh, so they're having to make changes, and they're having to do drastic things like even this. They're saying the Wii U, and it seems like maybe even 3DS will offer downloadable content.
1: Yeah, I saw that
0: um so that's cool i mean to me that's that's a cool way to that's a cool thing and i think that's a good thing um yeah right
1: there yeah
0: i like actual added on content not just we held back this content and download a one megabyte pack exactly. that opens it up that's not what i want i want like right you know if it's three four five six months down the road you know they're at least like a another three or four hour section to the game and you pay you know 10 bucks for it or five ninety nine or whatever and you get it i mean that's the kind of stuff yeah, well, I mean, it's how cool would it on. be
1: to be playing the new Zelda game and all of a sudden they say, uh, we have the new, whatever, Storm Dungeon coming out. You're and like, you're like,
0: oh, crap, yeah. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: That that would be so cool. Or like Smash Brothers, definitely. Oh, I mean man. That's a big thing. Characters, I mean, think have, about,
0: okay, you start out yeah. with a roster of 40 characters, but then they start mm-hmm. adding new characters just you know, by this character for $1.99, and you're like, so all I'm saying is I think it'd be really cool in something like Smash Brothers. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I, I totally agree. I think that's what uh, DLC
1: was made for, with Smash Brothers.
0: <laughs> um sad part is is that Iwata himself said that they don't plan to use that for their first party games. I think he's talking about patches. Um, right. He's talking about that they're still going to release games that don't need patches. Which I uh, think that's I'm a great idea. idea. Yeah, I think that is a wonderful idea. Patches are stupid, and I hate them. And I hate them on PS3. But I wouldn't mind some add-on content.
1: Yeah. I mean, except when you have,
0: you know, awful things. Like,
1: when they actually did a patch for Metroid Other M. Uh, I mean, when there's just something that you, you missed, which you really shouldn't have missed. But I still don't think you should make everyone suffer for your mistake. So. Did they do a patch or they did they do a workaround? No, I'm pretty sure they did a system update, actually. And that <laughs> system update fixed, fixed that part in Other M.
0: That's hilarious because that was the that would be a one time ever. So that's great. Yeah. Um so that's what's going on with Nintendo and I think it's I think it's a good thing that they're having to change some things. They were getting a little complacent. Uh and so hopefully they got some great thinkers over there and they're gonna do some really revolutionary things like they're best at. You know, that's when they're best yeah. is when they're doing revolutionary things.
1: Yeah. I I I do wanna say one thing though. Yeah man. Um so we see, you know, Nintendo's kind of messed up. Uh, I think they feel like they've messed up some and 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 the consumers feel like they've messed up as the 3DS isn't selling that well. Um and so they're doing this price drop. But to be, you know, nice or loving or whatever you want to call it to all the people that have already bought a 3DS like me, you know, they are giving away 20 games. Um which is pretty incredible. I mean, I have never seen any other company yeah. do that anywhere close. I mean, PS <laughs> only PlayStation yeah. gave what two games?
0: Yeah, um, it was a total of four games, and you got PlayStation Plus for a month. Okay, which could have equaled more because you got some free games through PlayStation Plus. But yeah, it was it was it was no more than five.
1: Okay, no more than five, which is still pretty cool. Um, but I mean, Nintendo's giving away twenty games, five. Uh, I mean 10 NES games, 10 Game Boy Advance games. Um and they've only announced 5 of each, but um I mean just from the Game Boy Advance games. I mean you're looking at you know Metroid uh, Fusion, which is uh chronologically the uh latest Metroid uh yeah. you know you got WarioWare Mega Micro games, which is a great game. You got Yoshi's Island <sighs> 3, or not Yoshi's Island 3. Uh Super Mario Land 3 Yoshi's Island um, you got, uh, Mario Kart Super Circuit, uh, for the Game Boy Advance. One of the best Mario Karts, uh, very similar to the Super Nintendo, but even better, uh, in ways. Um, and then also Mario vs. Donkey Kong, uh, another great game. Um, and they said they could come out with something like Fire Emblem, uh, Advanced yeah. Wars, uh, you know, and I mean the Game Boy Advance uh, library is just full of treasures. I mean, just awesome games. Um, and to to think that you're getting all these games that you can probably sink twenty to thirty hours in a piece, uh, you know, and it's all for free. Uh, that's that's just really cool to me. Um, to to do that yeah. when I mean, if you think about the prices, if you're looking at let's say five bucks is what the Nintendo games were on the Wii. So five yeah. bucks, so that's fifty bucks in Nintendo games and Game Boy Advance games. I would guess would be more than that. I could uh, let's say that's about uh, five bucks though. That's fifty bucks. So they're giving you a hundred bucks in games, uh, which I mean, that's really cool. And I, I think they're saying, "Look, we we respect you guys, and we really appreciate you for jumping on board and getting this
0: 3ds." Yeah, you know, and and they're trying to keep the hardcore crowd. So. Totally. Um, the only companies that I would think would even do anything near that would be a company like Steam, which is. They they don't care to make money. They give things away all the time. Um, so <laughs> it's totally not, totally not a Nintendo thing to do. And no. I think that's cool. And um, yeah. I'm proud of them for trying to support uh, their hardcore. Yeah. So that's definitely. good. Uh, dude, should we tell people about our evil, insidious way to um, get all the games plus get the 3DS for cheaper? Let's do it. Let's okay. do it. This is, this is a pro tip. Pro tip, we need a sound effect for that. Um, (laughs) This is the pro tip for the week. Now, this might not work, so if it doesn't work, then don't blame me. It does work. I know
1: it'll work at Best Buy. Okay.
0: Because they have that policy, big time. Okay. Yeah. So here we go. You ready for this? Yeah. Listeners, I've already told you, Ben. So what you do is you buy your 3DS like two days before the price drop, and they've given the date for the price drop, which is in August 17th or 16th? Excuse me, something like that. Um, yeah. Anyway, so they've given that price uh, price drop date. So go look it up. What you do is you buy it about two days before the price drop. Then you go and you purchase all the games. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, that they're not purchased. You download all the games that Nintendo has given you for free for buying the 3ds for full price at the time that the price drops. You go into Best Buy and go, "What the heck, dude? You know." Um, I I just bought this system, and now it just dropped two days later. So um, what what are you going to do about this? And typically they will reduce it and give you back the money between what you bought it for and how much it was full price. But they only do that, and I think it's a maximum of 72 hours out at some places. Now, I can't tell you what Best Buy does. It might be 24 hours. I think
1: Best Buy is actually like two weeks.
0: Two weeks. Wow. So um, in that case, go look it up, though, before you do anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, make sure you're well educated on doing it. But the possibility is, is that you could get around, uh, get around, yeah, or find a loophole here and get all the games and get the 3ds for 169 bucks. Yeah, which so which would be is awesome. That wrong? I don't know. I I don't know. It, it's it's a little disingenuous. But um, but it's uh, you know, if you're a real Nintendo fanboy you
1: probably wouldn't do that. Well, uh, but but here's what I'm saying, uh, it's not really disingenuous because it's best buys policy. Right. If it was disingenuous, they wouldn't let you do it. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not it's not illegal and they actually say if you buy something and the price drops within 2 weeks, we will refund you the money. Is what they say. Wow. And I mean, so I mean it's you're just using them their policy and that's actually what I did with my Mac mini as they told me, they said, you come in and buy it now for the full price and on tax-free weekend, you come back in with your receipt and we'll give you the money uh, on tax-free weekend that you would have got if you would have bought it that day.
0: It's great, man. I think that's uh, a loophole and maybe Nintendo will inform people because, you know, the stupid people, I mean, I'm not, okay, if you work for Best Buy, I'm not calling you stupid. It, that's the wrong word ignorant ignorant there you because go. you can't know everything about every electronic system and every recall out there i understand that so i would be the same way yeah except this is one thing i would know about but they're not gonna know most of them aren't gonna know unless they've been well informed by nintendo that all these people have gotten all these free games to compensate for buying at full price yeah um and m- most people are probably just gonna refund the money no questions asked yeah even if nintendo says don't refund the money right you know um that's just my experience with Best Buy. Is that there's just too much there for them to be able to keep track of it all. Yeah. So anyway, um, that's what's that's what's going on. Um, man, it's really tempting to buy a 3ds. The only thing I don't want to do is buy a 3ds. And um, I was thinking about getting one for Christmas. That's what I was thinking about doing. Yeah. Is waiting until Christmas. That's about six months out, mm-hmm. and it gives me a little leeway to know if they're going to release. a a new version of the 3ds you know right like in march and so if i have or something yeah 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 so if i have to wait another four months after christmas but get like the newer version of it i might do something like that um but you know that that price is a price that i could say i could handle that Mm -hmm. you know versus the you know 250 price i was like oh yeah (laughs) went all
1: hank hill on that thing yep that's right Uh, that's right but i i agree i mean the the 170 is a heck of a lot more uh, enticing. I mean, then now you look at the 3DS and you look at an iPod Touch and you say, wow, the 3DS is 50 bucks less than the iPod right. Touch. Right. Or actually, right. uh, 60 bucks less, I'm sorry. 60 bucks less than the iPod Touch. Ooh, now that's a lot bigger decision. Or even and the DS, they're get. looking at the DSi. It's 130 bucks. Well, for 40 more bucks, I can get the 3D I get 3D, yeah, exactly.
0: And so that, that's, a, that's a choice that I might make, you know yeah. uh, you know, when it's over a $100 difference, I look at 3D, I'm like, mm, 3 is not worth it." yeah, but you know for that much, I'm like, yeah, it's cool. I might actually use the 3D sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and for 30 bucks, sure, I'll do that, yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. And I think they're smart not dropping the price of the DS at this point too. Right. They need to keep that at one thirty and get people off the DS and start get kids start to buy three DS's and get them for the birthday and Christmas and, yep. and so on.
1: That's right. And, and you know, the other thing is that three DS hasn't had the opportunity to go through Christmas yet. No. You know? And so a lot of and, kids
0: and it will. Yeah. Uh, unless the world ends, which could have happened today. Who knows? Maybe we defaulted on our, all our money in the U S and this podcast is going to explode in midair. Who knows? It could. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's that's what's happening with Nintendo, and that's our big discussion for the week. Yeah. Um, and I'd really like to hear what you guys think. Um, some I know some of you guys don't even care about Nintendo, and that's fine. I'd like to hear your opinions, too. Um, and uh, I'd like to hear what you think about uh, Apple and how you think they are affecting Nintendo, if they are. If, or if you agree with mine and Ben's theory that Nintendo is actually in competition with itself more than it has been in competition with Apple. Um, you can email us, thegametrust at gmail.com. You can call us, 937-687-8780. That's nine three seven six trust 0 and that is, uh, that is a um, voicemail. You can just leave us a voicemail. You won't be calling me directly. Um, also, uh, you can find us on Twitter at The Game Trust, or you can look at our wonderful, wonderful Facebook page, hmm. and, um, and you can message us on there. That's right. And um, I also encourage you to look over at our blog, which is thegametrust.blogspot.com, and um, we post the podcast there. You can send your friends there. They can find the podcast, and even I put up some funny Photoshop pictures every once in a while. That's right. So anyway, all right. Well, we'll see what happens this week in the world of gaming, uh, the crazy world of gaming where... Companies go from hero to zero in about three days, and yeah. everybody thinks they're going to die, and it's all the end of the world. Yeah, uh, we'll see what happens <laughs> next week, man. Next week might be uh, well. First, it was Sony. Yeah, you know everybody thought Sony was going to die now. Nintendo. So next up is Microsoft. That's now. right. They're going to be dead. They're dead, dead, yeah. dead. They dead. might as well just get out of the hardware business mm-hmm. and um, not even
1: make games, because know, yeah, so they, just, they might yeah. as well just quit life.
0: <laughs> quit because they're only making a trillion dollars when they could be making two trillion. That's right. Failures. Epic! All right, uh, thank you, Ben, for being on with me uh, this evening, and Definitely. Uh, thank you, yeah, thank you, listener, for listening in. And this has been the 45th episode of the Game Trust. 45. Man, I hope we can do something cool for the 50th episode. You know, I was thinking we'd have a a uh, a big uh, potluck dinner and invite all the listeners over. Yeah, thank you, potluck for the 50th, dude,
1: and we'll do it um, all the way from your house to mine you know
0: Absolutely. Um, we'll we'll line up tables with potluck. You know, yep. if you don't know what potluck is, it's where you get a pot and you get lucky. <laughs> and you—that's <laughs> right. Not pot like I'm gonna smoke pot, but like pots of food. Yeah, and that's right. uh, and and like macaroni and cheese and casseroles mm-hmm. and all kinds of good stuff. Oh yeah, and, and and you try to get lucky and find really good food. And half the time it's terrible. Half the time it's good. Yeah. And that other fifty percent is what's so wonderful. That's so right. We're going to have one, and the table is going to stretch, or the tables are going to stretch from my house to your house, which is like a hundred miles. And so. that's going to be
1: the longest potluck dinner known to man. We're gonna we're gonna break a few records. Yep. And yeah. and and then after that, we'll actually uh, broadcast uh, that episode live from on top of the Cooper River Bridge towers.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll be there, and you'll actually be on the top of the Sears towers. Yeah. I'll be looking down at you from a long way away. And I'm not sure if they have um, Wi-Fi there, so what we're going to do is we're actually going to use Carrier Pigeons to do the discussion, and I'll read it on my side, and you read it on your side. It'll be about a seven-week podcast.
1: But that'll be all right. It'll be really cool you know, for our 50th. Yeah.
0: Man, I'm excited about that, man. Oh, yeah. Mm. Definitely. All right, uh, and uh, we will talk. Man, I man, no (laughs) problems. We will see you next time on... The Game Trust. That's right. See you later. Bye. Peace out. Or you don't have to peace out. You just want to hang out. Or whatever. All right. Bye.